0: We'll Welcome back to Create Your Pathway, I'm Rory, your host, and I interview real people and real jobs so you can know what they're really like, and today I'm interviewing David Simmons for the Transportation and Logistics Pathway. Transportation and logistics is basically how you move all kinds of goods across all kinds of places, right? So by land, like on road or by rail car, by air, which uh, actually includes by drone these days, Amazon has been piloting drone delivery in a lot of places, and then obviously by water. Any given second of any day, there's like a ton of stuff moving around the United States, I get the sense that it's a little bit like putting together a massive puzzle and figuring out how to get things where they need to go on time. So if you're ever someone that's wondered, how can somebody guarantee two-day delivery, this might be a field that you're interested in. So let's turn now and hear from David. Hey, David. It's so good to see you. Thanks for being on this this morning. Well, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. So we're talking about transportation and logistics. You have had a pretty long career in that, and you've seen a lot of different sides. Like you've been in the driver's seat, driving a truck. You've also overseen operations and been in the leadership role. So why don't you give us like the condensed version of what has your career looked like to this point?
1: Well, uh, Rory, I've always had what I called a romance with uh, the trucking industry and the transportation industry in general. I started falling in love with this career as an eighth grader sitting on the hill at henderson junior high school which ran parallel with u.s highway 82 and our teacher miss sally laughlin gave us an assignment that we were learning geography and i don't know where the binoculars came from hmm. but um we would uh, take our binoculars and we would look at the trucks as they would come through town and look at the uh. location where they were from and at that time it just amazed me of all the vast distances of land that those guys were covering to bring the goods across the united states so it started there but uh, i had a 37 year career in transportation and logistics 26 Mm -hmm. of those years were actually over the road uh, as a truck driver Uh, i've covered uh, probably driven 2.3 million miles now And, and when you say when you say truck driver are you talking like 18 wheeler Eighteen wheels. big ones. Okay, yeah, I've hauled everything from hot dogs to hazardous materials. Now, some <laughs> people think that's one and the same, but it's not. When I started, the, the pay grade <laughs> is a little bit
0: different. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it's, it's so, ideally.
1: <laughs> yeah, I started. Yeah, I started out hauling hot dogs for Brine Foods okay. in West Point, Mississippi, back in the day, in the early '80s, early early '80s, and wrapped up my career with Walmart as a trucker okay. driver had probably 2.3 million miles and I'm proud to say that all of those miles were accident free and I tell people it it was accident free because of that romance with this industry yeah then I moved into a management role while at Walmart and safety Mm -hmm. and compliance and DOT and uh, that sort of thing Then I actually uh Evolved into an old operations manager mm-hmm. and retired as a general transportation manager, overseeing all of the outbound transportation operations at our grocery distribution center in New York, Albany, Mississippi. What's the longest route that you have driven? The longest route I've driven, when I first started driving, uh, I went from East Coast to West Coast on multiple occasions. I would haul uh, lumber products out of Mississippi, Millport, Alabama of all places mainly, up into Wisconsin, uh, in Chicago, Illinois area, and we would get rolled steel back to the south. Okay. And then then we would just kind of relay ourselves across the nation depending on the commodity that needed to be moved.
0: So when we think about transportation logistics as a career field, I think probably 18 wheelers is one of the first things that comes to our mind. But we've just mentioned two other modes of transportation. So by water and there's a lot of domestic like it's not just overseas shipments that come by water. There's a lot of domestic shipping that does happen um, by water. And then there's also rail and there's also air freight. Which is yep. which is part of this. So flying stuff around, Absolutely. planning it. Give me what are some other ways that somebody could potentially have a career in this
1: field? Well, it's uh, you name, and I would think transportation logistics kind of blends in perfectly with just pro- probably about every career path mm-hmm. uh, that we that we uh, talk about through our career uh, expos. But you have uh, transportation planners uh, that are involved. You have people planning your loads that want to maximize the. You've got three thousand cubic feet on a on a trailer. You want to make sure you get every so many cartons that you can load. Hmm. Uh, You've got uh, make sure your weight is distributed properly. You've got uh, the the railway. You've got your locomotive engineers. You've got your Conductors, that sort of thing. Uh, Diesel mechanics, diesel mechanics is huge. Hmm. Um, Now, one of the things I tell students is right now, and we'll get into there's a pilot program going on to reduce the driving age from 21 to 18. Oh, really? But right now, you have to be 21 years old to begin driving a commercial motor vehicle uh, interstate. Hmm. Uh, But there's a great opportunity for you right out of high school to maybe go learn some diesel mechanics uh, to be, uh, to help mm-hmm. you tra- transition into a role. Um, but we had warehouse and distribution specialist, uh, forklift operators. Um, you name it, it's, it's across the board.
0: Mm-hmm. And we
1: t- used to be back in I'll say the old days, but uh, probably in the seventies, early eighties, we were in a, um, warehouse. Um, we stocked goods in warehouses. Mm -hmm. but that has evolved into what we call a JIT time frame just in time right so we no longer have the the warehouses of days past we you know when you place an order for something it actually triggers something all the way back to the natural product stage that this this needs to be replenished and that operation starts immediately Mm -hmm. so uh your warehouses um your your trucks, all these trucks you see going up and down the road, they are their warehouses on wheels. Hmm. So just-in-time uh, commodities. Yeah. So that has opened the door for even a lot more jobs in this industry.
0: Yeah, and there's other innovations happening, too. You know, Amazon, obviously, they've grown a lot even recently, and they've been experimenting with drone delivery. I just saw news all the other day the FAA has given them some kind of approval to start – spreading out drone delivery, you know, obviously they've been experimenting a lot with automation in their warehouses, artificial intelligence, Um, and then I've seen different conversations about what would it look like to have high-speed rail systems in the United States, which obviously would, and then, you know, there's the whole conversation about like autonomous vehicles and and what that can end up doing for the trucking industry, so whether, you know, there's a lot of potential disruption, and I think probably some uncertainty, but that also means, like as you say, there's a lot of different ways to potentially have a career. Uh, in the transportation logistics industry, it doesn't necessarily mean being in the driver's seat or in the control seat of a vehicle. Although I totally get, like, I love going on road trips. I'm going home on one this weekend, so I totally understand why, like, being able to have a career where you're all over the highway system and you get to see so much of the United States. I can see the romantic appeal of it for
1: sure. Yeah, the growth potential of this industry, I think, it's unimaginable right now mm. even though we are where we are mm. um but it it's uh, there's a lot of opportunities 95 percent of all uh, consumables are shipped by truck 70 uh, yeah. percent i think of all tonnage uh, is shipped by truck mm. and uh, for all of this to evolve into automation and the drones and that's just going to open the door for probably areas that uh, a lot of that we have no idea where it's going. (laughs) A lot of those haven't been created yet. They're still on the national
0: stage. I agree. So, um, you know, now we haven't talked yet, but you're also a career coach. So you get to spend a lot of time helping students think about what are my next steps? What am I doing? I wonder, let's like find the intersection of this. So thinking about the field that you're most familiar with, and your role in giving students good advice for how they can prepare themselves to move in that direction. What are some what's some advice that you would have, um, whether it's some general life advice, which I know you've got a lot of, but maybe specifically if they want to aim at this
1: career field, what are some things that they could start thinking about now? Well, someone asked me the other day, why am I in this career field? I retired uh, from from this industry. Mm-hmm. And why did I want to be a career coach? And my answer is uh, nobody buys soft ice cream that's my answer okay i've actually had to sit in the seat in the management role and have a refrigeration uh, trailer we keep 20 degrees below zero outbound ready to go to the store and the, the unit goes uh, put on us and you know, me, I'm thinking maybe it just needs fuel, uh, maybe it needs a new battery. Then you walk out there and you see hydraulic fluids, and uh, <laughs> you know it's more than that. Something else and going then, on there. <laughs> yeah, and then you realize that your only certified refrigeration technician available is not there that day. Oh my goodness! And I'm gonna tell you, I tell people that's a feeling of hopelessness <laughs> that I compare to that guy out there or gal that may not have a job or may not have a skill. But we ended up, we were found ourselves recruiting um, Memphis, Nashville, other states trying to trying to entice Hmm. certified. That's just an example. Okay, technicians to our so why, boy, I wish we could have that pipeline. A workforce available here in our own backyard the same and that doesn't
0: require it. college right like that no, kind of no, technical, no, not technical not training. that's you you go you get trained you learn how to do it and then you probably make pretty good money I would imagine oh yes
1: yeah you make yeah. great money uh, the um, the uh, the certify, uh, see certification for those type jobs probably a little bit more than a high school diploma but not necessarily a four-year degree sure I, I encourage students to take advantage of the community colleges and the associates degrees that they offer and the certifications, because, you know, they, they want to be the best of their, they can be in that role, whether mm-hmm. it's a diesel mechanic, auto body repair, or certified refrigeration technician or whatever. Uh, but eventually um, you may want to move from that role into a supervisory role or a management role, and you will have those certifications and, uh, Degrees uh, already in your back pocket because you planned ahead for that. So, uh, but uh, I tell students, we go into the classroom a lot and I ask them what their definition of a career is. And of course, you could probably guess some of the answers that we, we received. The first one's money. Okay, everybody wants money. Second one's job. I even had a student tell me it was a place to go. All right, so... All right, but, but 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 the definition of a career that we want them to take away is their career is actually their vehicle of choice to help them achieve their life's dreams. Mm. And we get students thinking about what do they want to do, Where, who do they want to be, who, who do they want to become, what, what do they want to be, do and have, and let's kind of work around some of those visions and see if we can develop a career that fits your interest and ability. Yeah, so let, that.
0: let's camp on that for a second because that's really, really
1: profound. So in other words, the career, if I can use some slightly
0: different language to make sure I'm hearing you right, it's not like the career is the end-all be-all goal. A career is a strategy to help you bring about some vision for what you really want your life to look like. And so that's the place to start if you're a student is thinking about who, like, what do I really want? Who do I wanna become? Even something like money, money's just a strategy. Money's getting you something. What's that thing that you want to get by the way of money? And then you can step back and say, well, there's a lot of potential careers that might be good strategies to move you there. That's what I hear
1: you say. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so if you're working towards, i tell you stuff, if you're working towards your dreams, Instead of a paycheck, everything changes. Yeah, it or makes a big difference. Careers can be fun and meaningful because we all know people who hate their jobs. Right. A few, yeah. yeah. So and we don't want to spend the majority of our lives, you know, going through a job we just happen to land in. Yeah. As opposed to one we, we seek out and we prepare yeah. for. So what are some of the like
0: um, maybe character traits or mindsets that students can start to develop? to make it more likely that they're gonna get these kinds of jobs if they apply for them?
1: When we go around we visit some industries, we would ask them, what do they need from today's mm. workforce? Where, where can we help them? Yeah. And I was thinking, like, give us the top five things. Give us maybe the top 10, but we came up with pretty much three of the same thing they were telling us. Number one, we need people to, after we hire them, to actually show up for work, Mm.
0: That's
1: number one. Number two thing they needed, was for their employees to have the ability to work in teams mm. number three thing they needed from their employees was to have come to them with ambition so hmm. we talk about those three things in our classrooms and if you took you know we talk about the foundational qualities that you must have yeah to build um positive self image and positive relationships and then we talk about goal setting a lot yeah we do we teach goal setting, but we, some of our initial classes, we focus on integrity, honesty, loyalty, character, okay. even faith, love, and hope. All of those things that, that, that will help you climb the ladder to reaching all of those dreams that, uh, that, that you have in mind mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, David. So what is the one thing that if students want to get in this career that they need to know? Well, students
1: need to realize that it takes education, training and certification um, and know that this is a highly regulated industry transportation mm-hmm. logistics uh, the trucking uh, aspect of it is uh, regulated by the federal motor carrier safety administration okay. uh, just go to fmcsa.gov and give you an idea of all of the regulations that are involved in interstate transportation mm-hmm. uh, and drivers they need to know the rules and regulations Uh, The hours of service, there's a limit to uh, how many hours a truck driver can drive a day. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're limited to 11 hours per day in a 14-hour time period. They can't drive more than 70 hours in an eight-day span. All of that is monitored very closely. Um, They are uh, truck drivers, um, a lot of transportation workers are um, expected to pass uh, pass, uh, drug and alcohol random testing uh, multiple times during the year. They have to be, be physically fit, medically fit. Uh, they have to pass a DOT physical every two years or mm. less in some cases. Um, so trucking companies, transportation industries is held um, to a high level uh, of standards mm. and compliance and safety. And students must know you gotta have a CDL. They can start working towards that today, a commercial yeah. driver's license uh, issued by the state in which they live. What advice do you have for students right now? For students, uh, all students really, but if you're interested in becoming an over-the-road truck driver and involved in transportation logistics as a career, first thing I'd say is keep a clean driving record. Mm -hmm. Uh, Practice good and and safe driving habits. Uh, And I just want to highlight the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration uh, currently has a pilot program that's testing the waters, so to speak, about the feasibility of lowering the driving age hmm. from 18, from 21 to 18. Okay. Now, this would allow 18 to 21 year olds, um, the ability to drive trucks. Yeah. Um, so I look for this to be successful, but highly regulated, uh, sure. with minimum training requirements through partnerships with community colleges, uh, and, uh, commercial training academies Mm -hmm. but uh, but keep a clean driving record pay attention to what you're doing out there on the road
0: that program is that something that students can have access to around here now Through one of the
1: the local partner well the current program the student and they're fixing to move into the current program you have to have some military okay background okay Um, national guard okay so if you're in the national guard they will look at you for the pilot program it is about to move into the second phase to remove the military aspect of it and they'll test that pilot program probably for about a year and then uh, based upon the um, accident safety history and the findings on that they'll move forward with that but this is a industry that uh, needs drivers they need not only need drivers they need good quality safe dependable family-oriented drivers that are out there Mm. on the road so and we want safe ones. My, um, one of my favorite drivers, uh, so I, a good friend of mine at Walmart Transportation drove a, an 18-wheeler over three million miles without an accident. And, I had, and he had an accident that was, he never had an accident involving anyone involving hitting him or he hitting anyone else. And I asked him, I said, how did you do that? Because that's almost unheard of. And he said, well, Mr. David, all I try to do when I'm driving down the road, I just try to help the motorist around me get to where they're going. That may mean I need to slow down. It may need to, to, to take the next exit, take a break. It may mean I take a day off. Uh, but I just try to help the motorist around me get to where they're going, and I figure if I can help them get to where they're going, I can go anywhere I want to go safely, successfully, without a scratch. I just think that's a great philosophy, pretty much a good philosophy for life, really pretty much the golden yep. rule.
0: But, yep. If you can help other people get where they're going,
1: your relationships are probably going to be a lot better. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, David, thank you so much. This has been such a great look at the industry. It's been great to hear some of your own experiences and the things that led you into it. And I think the advice that you're giving for students is just really, really helpful. So I appreciate you. I appreciate your work as a career coach. And um, just thank you for your time.
1: Thank you very much, Rory we